0: Hi, and welcome back to Healing Quest, your healthy lifestyle show. I'm Judy Brooks.
1: And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here is the world of natural health and the expanding array of options to help us all achieve optimum well being. Well, at the top of the show, we mentioned something about tiny superheroes inside of us who play a critical role in keeping us alive.
2: Mm -hmm. That's critical.
1: (laughs) They're amazing organisms that could survive at the bottom of the deepest ocean and at the top of the highest mountain. That's, that's
0: unbelievable to me. I know, I, lo- I love that. But cool. you know, when, when they're at work inside of us, they use their prodigious powers to help the billions of cells in our gut microbiome stay in balance. And that's something uh, that is essential for our immune system. Now, you know, unfortunately, these superheroes these days could uh, use some help.
1: So to explain all that, microbiologist Kieran Krishnan, chief science officer for Just Thrive Health, is joining us via Zoom from his home base in Chicago. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Judy. Hi, Roy. Great to be with you. Always
0: good to have you with us.
1: So I guess we should start with that uh, challenging news, which is a nice way of saying, "Oh, really." Uh, that news that no matter how careful we are with our food and our nutrition, if we make it all organic and non-GMO and gluten-free and locally grown and everything, is not enough to keep us truly healthy. Is that? Uh, I'm assuming that's true because we just
2: said it. <laughs> no, it is absolutely true, and it's and it's really unfortunate, right? The the idea that if we service our basic needs which is food water um and so on that we should have a system that's that is balanced and healthy but the unfortunate reality is that number one our food itself does not have the same quality that food has that food did even five, 50 years ago right so if you look at the broccoli of today the broccoli of today is grown in a condition that's completely different than the broccoli of 30 years ago, and thereby the broccoli of today can have as much as 50% less nutritional value as the broccoli grown 30 years ago. Um, And that's because of depletion of all um, areas within our environment. The, you know, the the soil that all of this is grown into or grown out of really and grown from uh, is completely depleted and, and is missing key elements in it. And so the food that comes out of that soil is inadequate to meet our needs. Then you pair that with things like the severity of exposure that we have to toxigenic compounds. We are now in a higher need level for detoxification capabilities, adaptation capabilities, immune response, um, You know all of those things because we live in a much more toxigenic world. Right. So we're basically in a situation where we need a lot more just to maintain and we get a lot less than we used to. So we have to bridge that gap somehow.
0: Well, well how? how? How can we achieve balance in the gut microbiome? How do, how do we do that?
2: You know, and that's, that's the beauty of the natural world, right? So the natural world has provided us with lots of awesome options that uh, can do things that we almost can't fathom how they do it. And, And that's the most exciting part to me about the study of the microbiome and study of probiotics in particular, right? And keep in mind, the vast majority of probiotics that people have access to do really nothing. Right? Or if they do something, we don't know what they do because they're not studied. So I don't want this to be a general endorsement of probiotics because, unfortunately, the vast majority of products out there aren't tested and we really don't know what they do. But if you take a scientific approach to it and if you if you have the right discipline, you can find organisms and you can find species that do an amazing array of health-promoting benefits in the gut microbiome, in particular, balancing the microbiome, right? Organisms, certain types of organisms can go into our gut and they will know better than we can know what that balance should look like, because they've got millions of years of practice of doing this in the human gut. And so when they enter the gut, they can already sense and understand where the imbalances are, what is underrepresented, what is overrepresented, and then they have an array of tools in their, in their belt, on their belt to, to affect change within the microbiome. So those types of organisms, getting them back into our system, can be one of the most potent things you do for balancing the microbiome.
0: That's fascinating. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean,
2: so when you think about the immune system in the gut, right? So number one, I think most people have heard this, 70, 80% of all your immune tissue is in your gut, meaning all of the sampling tissue of your immune system that's all sitting in the gut. That's where the immune system learns about the world around you and tries to learn what to attack and what not to attack. And keep in mind, every square inch of all of that immune tissue is already covered in bacteria, which is your microbiome. So the immune system works very closely hand in hand to the microbes in your system to communicate, to understand the world around you. And in fact, the microbes are translating the world around the host to the immune system. The immune system can't directly see or experience what you what surrounds you in your environment, right? It everything that enters into the body has to go through a layer system of of tissue, of microbes, of mucosa, and so on. So by the time the immune system learns what you're being exposed to, it's that that information's already been translated for the immune system through the microbiome in large part. And so without an effective microbiome there, acting as the eyes and ears for the immune system, acting as a neighborhood watch for the immune system, the immune system would actually cease to function. And we know that, there's lots of good studies showing that.
1: So I wanna go back to, um, to a number that is still amazes me. Um, and, and it has to do with the gut microbiome and, the, uh, and, and ha- making sure that it, it's in relative balance so that it can, we can do things like get nutrition out of our food. The current estimates are that 90% of Americans are out of balance and therefore have some kind of impaired
2: absorption of the food they're trying to digest. Is that true? Yeah, I, I would. The only way I would challenge that number is I would say 90% might be low. Oh, oh wow. I would, yeah, I would estimate, um, you know, easily, arguably 97, 98%. Ah. Um, It is so hard in this day and age, in the environment that we live in, the things that we're exposed to, the lack of things that we need to be exposed to, to have proper balance in the microbiome, unless you use the right tools and you're very deliberate about it right? Because here's the, here's the, how we've shot ourselves in the foot, right? We are through through the course of evolution we are a beautiful microbial construct right we are there's a term a new term for a human it's called a holobiont a holobiont is a super organism a human is essentially a walking talking rainforest made up of thousands of different species of organisms that are working together in this beautiful concert to propagate the health of the whole so If we are a microbial construct and we've planted ourselves into an antimicrobial world, we've basically built around us an anti-human ecosystem. It's an ecosystem that works exactly against how we are constructed. And because of that, we struggle to maintain balance. Because of that, we continue to see huge increases in the prevalence and in incidence of chronic illness. Because of that, we continue to see kids being born with higher incidence rates of spectrum disorders, attention deficit disorders, asthma, allergies. We continue to see obesity, metabolic syndrome continue to rise, right? All of these things that we've been acutely aware of, right? The incredible rise in things like neurodegenerative conditions like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, cancers. We are now deal, nowadays we're dealing with autoimmune diseases that didn't exist a couple of decades ago, right? Mm There are now something like 121 uh, autoimmune conditions. If you looked 40 years ago, there may have been 30, right? So we've created diseases that we now have to deal with chronically. And all of those things are a reflection of the significant imbalance we are all constantly suffering from, right? So, and, and because of that, I would say that there isn't a single person that doesn't have some degree of imbalance uh, within the microbiome. So we all have to fight for that balance. And we have to make that a very specific part of our day-to-day routine, right? Because, because if we don't, we're the only ones that are paying the price for it
0: is a spore-based probiotic the single most important nutritional supplement that you should take every day? I mean, even before you're taking any other supplement?
2: You know, it's when, when I, when I hear that, right, my, all my cells resonate with a big yes. I, 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 the risk of sounding like I'm speaking in hyperboles, um, I would say absolutely. It's one. It's it's cer- certainly one of the single most important things you can do. Um, of course, depending on a person's condition, right? So some people have certain nutrient requirements that that are absolutely critical for them. Um, that that would cause all kinds of acute issues if they didn't didn't meet it. But all things considered equal, I think it's one of the most important things you can do for yourself because um, you've got these natural organisms that are designed and perfected by nature over millions of years, whose singular job seems to be to go in and fix and balance your microbiome, right? And all nature had anticipated was that we would continue to exist in proximity to these organisms, right? That's why the course of evolution has allowed us to outsource that job to these organisms because nature never realized that we would live in these modern sterile concrete jungles right for all all evolution knew was that we were living among the land and we were eating dirt and we were drinking waters out of rivers and streams and so we were getting gaining all of this amazing exposure to these organisms little did, did nature know that you know over the last several decades we would completely divorce ourselves from those organisms. And so we're missing that as a key part of our required day-to-day exposure. So I would say adding those spore-based bacteria back into your life can be one of the most powerful things you can do for your overall health.
0: Well, thank you. And I think I think that's a good place for us to stop today. Uh, this is a lot of information and, and, you know, we've talked about this before, but I, I, we don't think that there's anything more important than taking these spore-based probiotics. And we take a lot of supplements. So, right. so uh, yeah. the reason is because we've been taking them and we know they work, but also listening to you and this data, which, you know, you're not getting that information um, from a lot of other places.
2: Yeah.
1: So thanks for helping us understand it. Cause that's the first big step to, to, to taking the steps that we need to do to keep us uh, healthier <laughs> as a, you know, as a population.
2: uh, This is
1: not, this is no small thing we got to deal with.
2: Absolutely. It's, 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 it's serious. It's meaningful. It's really important. It's critical. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, in in so many ways, it's, it's critical to the continued success of the human race. Right. And, and I don't want to sound too dramatic, but one of the things that keeps me up at night is the fact that, we as a population are continuing to lose the presence of critical microbes in our microbiome, right? If you compare us to our current uh, hunter gatherer ancestors that, that, that are, you know, like the Tanzanian tribes, the Papua New Guinea tribes that still live that hunter gatherer type of lifestyle, um, we have half the diversity in our microbiome than they do, right? Half. And so we have lost lots of critical organisms over the last several decades, um, you know, or maybe a century or so based mm-hmm. on our behavior and choices. It's it's the same as saying that our choices today are leading to our kids tomorrow being born without a spleen. Mm-hmm. And then their kids being born without a spleen and half a liver, right? We're losing organ systems and capability that way. So it becomes really important for us as a population to preserve and treasure this ecosystem that has been given to us through millions of years of evolution that we are supposed to be passing on to future humans, right? So it's, it's a, uh, incumbent upon us to do that.
0: Thanks, Kieran. We've been speaking with Kieran Christian. He's the chief science officer of Just Thrive Health about the critical role that Just Thrive's probiotic can play in supporting a healthy, balanced gut microbiome. You can learn more about Just Thrive probiotic at justthrivehealth.com. That's justthrivehealth.com. Well, you know, Kieran also told us that what makes all of this more difficult is the decline in the quality of the food that we actually eat. Yeah, he says, no matter how careful we are
1: with our nutrition, and I mean, doing things like, avoiding GMOs and gluten and buying organic whenever possible, buying grass-fed beef from uh, U.S. wellness meats. The nutritional quality of the food we eat in general now is
0: completely different than it was and completely worse than it was even 30 years ago. Well, a, a lot of the soil in which our food is now grown, he says is completely depleted. So we need a lot more to achieve good health than we used to. And to get that, you know, We get a lot less from our nutrition. And so it's really important that we supplement. So probiotics and those superhero organisms that we just learned about are more important than ever in keeping our gut microbiome balanced and our immune system in good shape. Because as we've said before, I think it's 80% of our immune system lives in our gut. So we cannot stress that enough. And that's why you hear us talk about it a lot because it's kind of one of the mainstays in our, our regime. In how we try to stay healthy in a natural way. That's right.
1: We can can escape those drugs.
0: Well, up up next, we're going to find out about a new way to harness botanicals and herbs to nourish us. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, healingquest.tv. And follow us on Facebook,
1: Instagram, and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst.
0: And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio.